Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. How you doing, Sharpie? I'm doing well. How are you, Steve? I am fantastic. It's just the two of us again, Sharpie. Holding down the fort. We've been we've been we've been left alone to our own devices. I know. With our own devices, actually. We, we have. <laughs> so we figured we did we'd do a fun show that we've done. I think we've done two in the past. It's been a while since we've done this type of show. So we're gonna do a kind of photography video show. So tips on taking photos at Walt Disney World or Orlando in general. Because Sharpie was actually just there doing some videos and some photos. Uh and also you know, if you don't want to take photos and you want to be in the photos, what are some of Disney's options for that? Uh, Lisa and some of the Pixies at Pixie Vacations, uh, she's on a Royal Caribbean cruise out of Miami on the, I want to say Oasis. I think she's on Oasis of the Seas. Um, so she'll be back this weekend. So when she gets back and she's with Amber, and there's a kids sale free offer that goes uh, anytime in November. If you book, you can travel pretty much any future date. There's a couple blackouts, but not very many. Uh, so maybe we'll have Amber on. She just turned 17 and she can give the kids perspective of a Royal Caribbean cruise. And Lisa can kind of go over some of the basics on a quick show. Um, so that might be interesting. And then if you're looking at, uh, doing a kid sell free, which is like always the best deal. Um, we'll go through that. Yeah. And, and tons of ships, tons of destinations. Yeah. I, I mean, there's just so Royal Caribbean offers so much. I saw they have a new ship coming out. I have to look at the date. I know you can start booking it uh, now. And I think it's available on the kids sell free offer. The icon. It's huge. I thought the other, <laughs> I always think the other ships are huge. Oh, it's until the next. Oh my thing. God. It's like, it's like, a. it's literally like they have a lot of stuff on those ships, but this ship is like a literally an amusement park on the water. Like the amount of slides and just amusement attractions on that ship is ridiculous. I don't know if that's good or bad. I guess it's good, but it's insane. I looked at that thing. I'm like, man, that is. Like this anyway, so that's coming out. It's like every social media post I see about cruises is the new Royal Caribbean icon. Um, so hopefully whenever that comes out, we'll go and, and, uh, let you know, but it looks amazing. I don't know. Some of those, I guess the cruise slides are a little less intimidating. So maybe I'll, I'll do some of the cruise slides. They're fun. Yeah. The slides are good. Oh, I did see Blizzard Beach just came, uh, is reopening too, November, and they have uh, Frozen, little nod to Frozen in some of the areas. So, what are those little, little like little baby snowmen guys? I forget what they're called. They're from Frozen. Yeah, from Frozen. I don't know if they have a name. Snowmies. I don't know, but um, the super cute. They're they're on some of the icebergs and in some of the kids' areas. They look they look pretty cute. So, yeah, so Blizzard Beach has been kind of cleaned up. They do their annual refresh, I guess, every every so often. So they're opening up. So anyways, a little bit of news. And then, uh, Sharpie, you want to start with photography with the uh, with Memory Maker? So every now and then we like to kind of 
do a little bit of back to basics and talk about some of the stuff that uh, is often overlooked as part of planning a Disney vacation. And one of those things that I, I think is used to be a lot more popular than what it is now. Uh, back in the day, uh, it was called PhotoPass. You had PhotoPass photographers. It's still called PhotoPass, but it, mm-hmm. Memory Maker has taken over like the the big name of of what the product is uh because used to uh you could view your your photos if you remember you got your photo pass card you could v- view your photo pass photos in the lobby of your resort there were places you could view them in the park you could could buy prints do you remember that yes all, all those yes. many years ago yep. when you had to keep track of your photo pass card <laughs> yes. and the photo, the, the photo pass photographer scanned it mm-hmm. and all of your photos linked to it. But if someone didn't have it, they could get a card and then you could link that car, those photos to your account. Well, all that changed with magic bands. And yeah. now they just scan your magic band And all of your photos appear in the My Disney Experience app. So you can view your photos instantaneously. You don't have to go to a kiosk. You don't have to go to the the PhotoPass desk in the lobby of your resort to buy your photos. Uh, You you could view them online on the website, but you didn't really have a smartphone back then. Uh, So you couldn't view them on the go. But now you can view them on the go and take a look at them and, and see everything. Um, but yeah, so it's worth talking about because it's still there. Uh, photo fast photographers are still all around the parks, uh, taking and taking photos and capturing all of those memories. Uh, so just a, a real quick kind of basic rundown of memory maker, uh, memory maker is your unlimited access to digital downloads of all of your photos. Uh, you can still order prints through the app if you want to, uh, but you can also uh, do look at little short videos. Uh, there are really cool magic shots around the parks. Oh, yeah. uh, and there are also now uh, Disney PhotoPass lenses um, that are available through the My Disney Experience app when you purchase Disney Genie Plus. So that's kind of a, another additional little feature that's available. Uh, and then you can also create uh, a Cinderella castle mural of your memories within the apps. So you can add, add your photos in and it kind of creates a magical image with all of your vacation photos uh, k- kind of overlaid on Cinderella's castle. Kind of looks like a really, really cool and fun thing. Uh, have you done the lens different options in that regard um but there you have three options for purchasing memory maker uh one is a one day memory maker pass and that is 69 dollars. so unlimited photos anywhere you see uh, a photo pass photographer they scan your band or your park ticket card and all of your photos are linked to your account in that way uh in advance or as part of a disney uh, vacation package, you can purchase them for 169 
Uh, so that's for, for the duration of your vacation. Um, to get that advanced purchase rate, you have to purchase Memory Maker three days in advance of your vacation or your first three days of photos are not included um, within the Memory Maker. Mm -hmm. uh, day of purchase. So if you don't buy in advance, uh, but you still want to take advantage of all that Memory Maker offers with PhotoPass photographers, um, that's $199. So you do have some savings there uh, by buying in advance. So, yeah. Okay. I'm reading about the lenses because I have not done the lenses before. Of course. So basically uh, there's a collections of, le of, of lenses with your dis uh, favorite Disney icon characters. Some of them are only available at designated, designated areas of the parks. So you have to be in a certain area of the park, I guess, to activate that lens. The uh, uh, Some of them you can just do on your leisure. Uh, the key is, of, of course, with Disney, um, that they're available for f up to 45 days after your last day of your Genie Plus service entitlement. So you have to get Genie Plus uh, on a day of your visit starting at 7 a.m. And so I'm assuming that means you have to purchase it because it talks about purchasing the Genie Plus service. Uh, and so then the lenses are part of that Genie Plus service for the day. Which is what, $15? Or it's variable, but whatever. Um, so there is a slight charge to the lenses. Uh, and then once you're in the park, you can go to the My Disney Experience and click on more. And then you can go over to the lenses. And it's kind of an augmented reality uh, camera that does the lens. I did not know it was part of Genie Plus. But interesting. Yep. There you go. Um, yeah. So we'll have to give it a, give it a whirl. Have you done the lenses yet? I'm not, I have not. I have not purchased Genie Plus yet. And I, <laughs> and honestly, I don't know that I ever will. Hey, I know. Um, I have not either just because I haven't, I don't tour the park that way very often. And and that that's, that's the same for me. It's like that, that's, I, I'm not all about. About making spending it. Yeah. That money on top of already buying. A park ticket. I, I, I don't know. I just. It Yeah. And, and that's a whole thing. I just don't too. like it. Yeah. I mean, if you're going and you're hitting Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios and you want to hit the most rides for the day and you haven't been, then I think then it's probably worth it. But if you've been many, 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 many times uh, and you just kind of want to take it easy and you're on a more low key type vacation where you're enjoying some food and hanging out with friends and riding a few rides then the, you know, then getting genie plus and all that is, I don't think it doesn't kind of fit into the, the plan. All right. So on this, so I saw before when we've had these shows, some of your photography, see Sharpie is amazing with photography and he, it, it, he finds like, I, I remember this photo from an Epcot parking lot, which you would be like, what? You know, the parking lot, what a, but just the way he finds the lines similar to like railroad tracks and how you, you follow these parallel lines to like spaceship earth, you know, and you have the crosswalks that are white lines and, and he's just, he finds these unique, different photos 
where you're like, oh, I've seen the castle a hundred times or thousands of times in photos, but he, he frames it just a different way. I think that adds a new perspective and he puts things in the foreground. And so anyways, so do you have any tips just uh, for taking, I guess, Disney world photos? Well, the, the first thing uh, that I, I always like to, to mention is if you want to take good photos, you can do it with an iPhone, with an Android. You can take good photos. However, if you, if you, if photography is a, a hobby of yours and you, you have a, a digital SLR or uh, a mirrorless, like a, it's like a Sony camera. I mean, all, pretty much all the major brands make mirrorless now. Yep. Uh, but if you have like a, a professional or, or an amateur professional or, or semi-pro quality camera, take it with you. Um, you you're not going to want to take it into the parks with you every day, uh, especially if you're a visitor who goes to Disney either multiple times a year or you go often enough to where you can spend a day not doing rides. You can still do some rides, of course, but do it through the lens of a camera. Um, But one of the most interesting things that I always recommend is plan to spend several hours in the morning and several hours in the evening and in, in, in photography of have, have what's known as, as your, your, your golden hour. So like mm-hmm. that, that light first thing in the morning or that light, the last hour before sunset, when, when stuff kind of starts to uh, kind of take on a life of its own and sh- shadows are cast longer and like, it's just more photogenic. Uh, but of course you, you can, you can always capture great photos during parades and things like that as well. But, um, w- one of the things that I always encourage people to do is follow the light. Uh, and, and especially with photography, photography is all about capturing light. A lot of people think it's about capturing people or images or buildings or landscapes, but it's Photography is literally all about light. Uh, so, so finding interesting nooks and crannies to take a photo of, looking at things a different way, dropping your camera's angle or your perspective uh, down to like, say, for instance, a, like your belt buckle level. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding a way, d- drop to your knee, looking up at something uh, or from like an overlook looking down, capturing that image. But you have to almost approach photography as um i'm i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to call it like an exploration mm-hmm. uh you, you have to keep your eye out for unique angles uh for for things that are like really vibrant or colorful or patterns uh and taking the time to compose your shots uh i know i've mentioned on the show before uh the rule of thirds uh, the, the best example of it is always, uh, you have your camera, you're at the beach, beautiful sunset. The first thing you, you want to do is that you, you just want to get the sun right in the middle of the frame, the horizon line, cutting the picture in half. Well, that may capture like what, what your eye is seeing, but it doesn't make for interesting photography. So again, 
don't be don't be directly like perpendicular with the shore. Go slightly parallel to the shore. Capture the sun in maybe like the left hand side of the frame. Uh, look up at the sky. Look down. What's more interesting? Where are you getting more light, more pattern, more color? Uh, are you getting how the, the the light is like casting through the clouds? Uh, are you getting the reflection of the sun off of the of the wet sand uh, from from the shoreline? That that it's the best example that I can use uh, to to talk about how to shift your perspective away from what your your brain naturally kind of immediately wants to do and just like capture it as you see it. Like I said, it may capture what you're seeing, but it's not composing the photograph in a really interesting way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially whenever you, you you look at so many photos that are posted online now with social media and all of that. uh, There are just a lot of, frankly, there's a lot of like really mediocre photos out there. Uh, I I love Instagram because it, 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 is all about the image itself. It's not a, it, of course you can capture your image and uh, use hashtags and all that stuff, but it's all about the image itself. Um, and of course, short videos are now the thing. Ah, short videos are fun, but I still, I still love f- photos captured single moments that tell a story beyond what a short video can do. Yeah. At, least in my, at least in my brain, you know, um, but th- that that's th- the biggest advice there is, is, is shift your perspective. Yeah. Uh, think about composing your photo in a way to where y- what you are taking a photo of isn't dead center in the photo, uh, shift slightly left, sh- shift slightly right, slightly up, slightly down. Take a look at that and see how you can kind of compose some different things uh, and, and different angles. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that's really where like beautiful images are born when you take the time to look at everything in the frame, capture what you want, but also zoom out of that focal point of what you want to take a photo of and think of everything else in the frame. Uh, and that's one of the most common mistakes of, of taking photos of family members and stuff like that is the old, uh, the, the, the old, <laughs> old, old adage of, of, of chopping heads off or chopping feet off. Look at the whole picture, zoom out, take your time uh, and, and compose an image yeah. that, that tells more of a story than just what's in the dead center of the photo. Yep. Yeah. It's definitely, like when you're walking down Main Street USA over at the Magic Kingdom, like instead of just standing there and just taking the photo, like try to you can get like ground level and and get an interesting shot from like literally two inches off of the sidewalk or the bricks looking down. Or if it's if it's wet, maybe there's a puddle and you can get a reflection in the puddle that looks super cool or the light on all the wet pavement, you know, does a cool reflection. So it's just looking around for unique things. I think, and some of the other things I like is instead of posing all your kids or family all the time, is just kind of stepping back or getting in front of them or just watching and trying to capture some candid moments when they're like looking off in the distance or they have a Mickey hat on and you're getting it from the back and you're there looking at the castle. And, you know, so there's a bunch of just candid shots that, and you, and you don't have to pay for film anymore. So you just take, mm-hmm. you just take, <laughs> take as many as you want 
and then uh, then look at them later. So you can experiment without any cost. Uh, and if their eyes are closed or they're making a weird face on one, if you've got 10 of them, you just kind of go through them and see if one of them looks a little better. I'm trying to think like, so for like animal kingdom, cause you love animal kingdom. I, and I love to, I love to take photos in animal kingdom, uh, because animal kingdom is one of the most textural parks. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is that kind of merging of keeping things looking natural, but also, especially like with sidewalks and things like that, you don't have curbs. Yeah. Uh, so, so the, 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 there's some berming that goes up to like, uh, landscaping areas and things of that nature. Yep. Um, well, you can practice all kinds of fun photos with animals. And instead of just taking the photo of the animal standing there, you can get something in the foreground, like maybe some greenery and then some other thing, interesting pieces like the tree of life, maybe in the background and just practice, uh, taking different types of shots. Yeah. And, and like I said, even if, if you're not taking a, a dedicated camera into the parks, um, exploring around with the different features and functions that are built in, yeah. uh, built into your, built into your, your phone's camera, uh, and, and taking a look at, uh, the different things that you can do. Say, for instance, you're taking a photo of of your eight year old in front of Cinderella Castle. Well, it, it's great to take a photo of them right in front of the castle, but back off. Get the castle, the 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 full extent of the castle in the background, mm-hmm. uh, and use portrait mode on an iPhone um, to to blur the background out. So that way, you can still see the outline of Cinderella castle in the photo. You can tell exactly where the photo is being taken. Uh, but fo- photo mode, most especially, uh, focuses on lighting the face, evenly removing shadows, uh, and kind of balancing s- skin tones. Uh, so oftentimes you're going to get a really great shot. One of the best places to do this, uh, during the day or early morning is a great time to do it. Um, any time except like I'm going to say 11 to two, because you're, you're going to get a lot of uh, like direct, really heavy overhead light is the terrace over at Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. Tomorrowland Terrace uh, used to be Tomorrowland Noodle Terrace, but where they have the, uh, the dessert parties over there, the right? dessert party mm-hmm. is that's a great place to capture the castle in the background but still be able to get a lot of perspective, a lot of story um, because yes, the, the, the story of that, of a photo of a child in front of Cinderella castle, of course is a child's trip to Disney um, or whatever they're wearing that day, their outfit. But if you just do it right up, right up on top of the castle, you're missing the rest of the story um, in, in the, in the words of Paul Harvey. Yes, I was old enough to remember. <laughs> uh, but but th- that's that, that's one of the things that that is a really common mistake, especially with vacation photos, is the photographer is right on top of the subject, yeah. and the subject is right on top of 
the background that they want in the photo. Yeah. Back off, uh, not like not necessarily the, the photographer back off, but the subject back off of 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 the place. Get more details in the background. Get more to the story. Take the photo. Don't just take the photo like I'm going to stand directly in front of my subject and take the photo directly dead on in front of Cinderella Castle. Step off maybe eight to ten steps to your right or to your left uh, and have the child turn toward the castle. Capture the child looking up at the castle you from the side angle, let's just say a 45 degree angle on, because that way you can catch capture the background of the photo, but also it's not like every other photo in front of Cinderella Castle. And no one stands with their back to Cinderella Castle in awe. Everyone looks at Cinderella Castle and mm-hmm. is in awe. So take that photo. Uh, yeah, you may not be able to capture their full face, but tell the story, cap- capture the image. So. Yeah. And it's also like when they're walking up to a character, if you have little kids, instead of posing with the character, the best shots are like right when they're just interacting with the character and they're, they're not even paying attention and just take as many of those as you can. And you can usually get some good ones or, or getting their first haircut on main mm-hmm. street, amazing photos there just candid shots while they're getting their hair cut. But those are the ones that I think always come out great. Yeah. Um, And resort photos are are also fantastic. Uh, Capturing uh, a ride, first ride on the Skyliner. Um, Character meet and greets are so good at being able to capture action and reaction. Yeah couple things. So I never use my flash on my phone. I always feel like it's just, no matter what, I always get a better photo. And if it, if the flash is on, it's always washed out. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing too, especially if you're taking a landscape photo, turn the flash off, especially if you're trying to take a night photo. Yeah. Definitely turn the flash off because you're just going to practically blind your subject, wash it out, and you're not going to see anything in the background. So you're better off finding a place in in light if there's a a light overhead, a street light, or light coming from, say, a shop window or something like that. You can still get the background that you want, but you want to make sure that your subject's face is well lit. Um, and And frankly, that you can take some really, really magical photos that way. Yeah. And then stepping back to something else we were talking about a little before. So like Sharpie was saying, you used to have to have these photo pass cards and you would scan them everywhere. Or when you got off of a ride, uh, there was like a little touch pad where you would touch your magic band or your photo pass card. Uh, but now if you have a magic band, it knows that you're on the ride and it already automatically makes the, takes the photo or the little video already for you. Yep. And that's uh, kind of one of the coolest things about taking photos with multiple like backgrounds and subjects. Yeah, your kid's going to get tired of taking photos. It's vacation. You're at Disney. You want the cutest photos ever. But having them pose for photos isn't capturing them in the magic of the moment. 
and and that's really the the images that you see that really stick with you are the ones where you're really capturing their reaction, their actions. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a really cool opportunity to to go off to the side a little bit, take a photo of them looking at things. Yeah, those are those are usually the best photos. Any other yeah. photo tips? So, I mean, I you, you know me, I can I can I can, I can chat about photo tips all day long. Um, <laughs> But and and that's that that yeah. really brings up an, a a great point. Well, my most recent trip, I didn't go into the parks at all. I just did stuff, other stuff around the Orlando area, and I I literally took well over a thousand photos o- over the two to three days that I was kind of, kind of out exploring. Um, is is finding things that are off the beaten path. Um, it, it's very easy to forget on a Disney vacation that things exist outside of the Disney bubble. Uh, but especially if you are a frequent Disney visitor, get out and explore a little bit. There's, there's so much cool stuff to see and do. Um, and, and frankly, that's one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to drive this past trip was it was a super long day. I drove all the way down in one day, all the way back in one day. Uh, it definitely made for, for two long travel days. Mm -hmm. However, I was able to take my camera, my photo gear. I was able to drive out to, to any site that I wanted to wanted to go visit or photograph my next trip down there. I, I want to hit up like the, the wildlife preserves, the uh, like all the natural Springs that are in Florida, like crystal river, stuff like that. Yeah. Just, I, I really, really want to get out and, and, and see more of the kind of the, the wild side of Florida, if you will. Yeah. I keep seeing little videos of all those and they look pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They definitely do. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to be freezing cold, uh, but they do look amazing on camera and in videos. Uh, you're, you're like kayaking or canoeing over this crystal clear water. So it looks pretty cool. Uh, well, let me see what else I have here on my list. Oh, so I, I there's just so many things at Disney to take photos of. And even just, it used to be just more like magic kingdom, but, uh, Animal Kingdom, I was there early one morning uh, in Pandora. Oh, my God. And the sun's coming up and everything's covered in a light mist. And you can take some really good close-ups and some really amazing photos, you know, of all the unique vegetation and stuff. And then really cool colors, really good close-ups, wide angles, all kinds of cool stuff. Little videos. Um, God, I spent hours in there. Especially because so, sometimes I'll go on a solo trip. Or Sharpie, I think you sometimes go on like a, on a solo mm-hmm. trip. Yeah. And then you, it's a great hobby to have because there's so many different things and you don't have people pulling you around and you can grab a Starbucks, grab a snack and uh, so many things to take video or photos of. And, and literally just spend time doing the things that you love to do. Uh, I know a lot of adults kind of have a little bit of a hesitation about doing a solo trip. Um, but especially if you are like, say for instance, you're into painting, honest to goodness, take, take an art kit, take a sketch pad, go to the parks and, and just do some sketching. I know, I know that sounds crazy. You, you, you go to, to Disney to enjoy (laughs) all of the things you love about Disney parks. But when you combine those hobby interests Mm -hmm. with a passion of yours you don't have to like be sketching characters or 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 be sketching rides 
just pick up on some of the beautiful landscaping. A really great example is go to Saratoga Springs Resort and take take in the the fountains that are that are out in all of the waterways, uh, the beautiful landscaping, the flowers. There, there. I love that resort because it is just it's so pristine there there's tons of places to walk tons of trails the the architecture is really pretty um you, you could very easily sit there uh on the walking path uh, directly at, at the border of the resort overlooking disney springs you could sketch the 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 skyline of of disney springs and the really cool unique architectural features there mm-hmm. um Explore and 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 use your interests and hobbies to to look at Disney in a whole new way, because there there's just so much to see and do outside of running from attraction to attraction or or whatever. Or, or another another exa- great example is if you're a wine enthusiast, there are a whole list of restaurants that have extensive wine lists that are really unique, not, not just at Disney, of course, mm-hmm. but in the United States. I mean, there, there are restaurants that have like a mile long wine list. So take the time to enjoy your interest or pursue, pursue your passions during your vacation. So, or if you're a train enthusiast, there's tons oh, of yeah. stuff to see. That's true. If you love transportation, go check out the monorail. It's it's all kinds of nerdy, nerdy interests and and passions that you can you can kind of find and yep. work your way into and around Disney. It's it's exciting. I would do sometimes I do time lapse, get a small tripod and mm-hmm. do a couple little time lapse and then you get to play with the different settings and exposures and see if you you know if it's overexposed or if it you can just play around. Um or you go really early or you stay to be the last person there and you can get some yep. really cool photos of the empty. That's like, I got some amazing photos of just main street completely empty. And that's how you get those photos. You're like, okay, <laughs> kind of stay. And a really great way to do that is go into the park first thing in the morning, Yep. spend a couple hours, go back to your resort, enjoy the day two to three hours before park closing, go back to the park, yep. capture that nighttime excitement that come where the parks come to life with the mm. lighting and oh, everything. So cool. There's just so it, like the parks just look totally different at night, yeah. especially like whenever you think about main street, uh, if you think about photographing all the different, the, the country pavilions all the way around oh, yeah. Epcot. Uh, world showcase in mm. Epcot, you have so, so many things to shoot and photograph and, and capture I love it. I mean, it's just that there's so many ways that you can yeah. enjoy a Disney vacation or go to the boardwalk. You can take really, really fantastic nighttime photos yeah. along the boardwalk over yep. boardwalk, beach club, yacht club, mm-hmm. all the light, uh, su- such, such yeah. really, really cool, uh, opportunities. Take a walk over to Swan and Dolphin, beautiful resorts. Most Disney visitors never go to Swan and Dolphin. Beautiful lobbies, huge, really cool fountain between the two resorts. Re- re- really cool opportunity. Great things to check out. Yeah, I think last holiday season I was at Epcot and I, you just wait a little while. 
uh, after the fireworks show and you kind of hang out and take your time and you can get photos of Germany and Italy and pretty much any of those pavilions you're walking by with minimal people or no people. Uh, if don't just, be in a hurry. Yeah, just don't take be your in time. Don't be in a hurry to get out of the park. And the Hang lighting out. is They're amazing. Not run you out until it, it's yeah. time to be run out. <laughs> yeah, the lighting is pretty spectacular. And then uh, Spaceship Earth on the way out is all lit up, and some pretty amazing shots of that. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of fun. Linger, hang out for a while. <laughs> Enjoy a nice leisurely walk, especially if you've been in the parks all week and your feet are tired. Just take a nice slow walk. Mm-hmm. Don't be in a hurry. Think- Grab a drink right before park closing. Yes. It, just enjoy enjoy the night. That that's I think that's one of the things that has changed the most about how I visit the Disney parks over the years is not being in a rush, rush, rush. Got to do this. Got to do that. This is on my list. T- t- take everything off the list. Don't don't like be afraid of missing out on everything because what you could end up missing out on is actually enjoying your vacation. Yeah. Once you go more than just a once in a lifetime trip it and you can uh space it out and it it becomes a lot more enjoyable because everybody I you know most most people I know go go once with their kids or when they're little mm-hmm. or whatever and and it's just a frantic 5 days of running around and being in lines and being hot, but it's, it's basically a, instead of going to just a nice resort somewhere, you can go to a nice resort at Disney world. And then you have the bonus of parks and all these other things that you can do uh, instead of just doing only the parks. So enjoy the resort and then spend a day or half a day in the park and go watch the fireworks and make it a a more leisure uh, stroll. A lot more fun. And you always remember Capture those. Moment. Yeah. I always, I always say, someone said this, I don't remember who, but basically you're, you, you don't remember that you got to ride Space Mountain five times, but you, you remember all those special moments, those little things that you did with your kids or family or friends are the things that you remember later versus how many times you got to ride whatever. So yeah. So just take your time, enjoy it. Take some good photos. Don't bring a giant iPad and. Yeah. Put, hand it to your kid and <laughs> yeah, what, put, whatever, put them on your shoulders. You do, leave the iPad at home. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and turn the uh, the light off when you're uh, filming on your phone in Pirates of the Caribbean or whatever it is. So you don't need your your uh, light on ever <laughs> to film or photo. Um, yeah, and like Sharpie was saying, some of those Sony cameras. I've got uh, one of the Sony cameras, and I've got a a lens that the the uh, ability to film and take photos in the dark is amazing. The, the F stop on it is so low. It's, it's like filming. It can be pitch black and it's like filming during the daytime. It's, it's amazing what you can do nowadays. Uh, even just on pretty much manual settings on some of the equipment or on any of these iPhones or Android devices. It's amazing. Uh, the only other thing I have to figure out, Sharpie, that I still, I take a ton of photos and then I, um, I don't have a good way of organizing them and finding like, like I want Christmas photos of Epcot 
And then I'm like, okay, I either have to scroll through my phone and see if I have them on there or I have to try to find like what month was I there? Because I don't take the time to organize them. I've started organizing them now. I have a suggestion for you. Yes. Uh, and this is a a really great thing that you may not even know you can do uh, is go to your like the photos app on your iPhone. Uh, um, I can't can't provide the advice for Android because I haven't I don't have that much experience with Android phones. Mm-hmm. But if you tap the search on the bottom bar, you're gonna see library for you albums and search. Tap search. Mm-hmm. Type in something such as wreath. Mm-hmm. And what you're going to see is things that oh, make look at that. a wreath <laughs> in the photo. You can also type in kids and it's going to bring up all the photos. Oh, look at all my kids. They that, look that, so much cuter. Kids that you have on your phone. Oh my God. Uh, 700 photos. Giraffe. And it is going to show you all of the photos of giraffes that you have on your, which by the way, just at the top of my camera roll, you know how I'm many sure photos you have of giraffes I have on my phone? Uh, uh, more than me. About 75. <laughs> you that. can type in hippo and it's going to bring up photos of hippos. Uh, if you have any on your phone, uh, Christmas. Oh, look at that. You can type pretty much anything. I got castle. Exactly. I can look at. Oh, look at this Sharpie. I have 183 photos of the castle. Like if I type in the word Christmas, it gives me three photos of Christmas, but it gives me 46 photos of Christmas Eve, 119 photos of Christmas tree, 116 photos with the term Christmas decoration, and then 30 photos that are date specific to Christmas Day. Hmm. What about? So if you type in beach. It's going to show you all of your beach photos. So how is it? No, it's uh, it's, it's, it's kind of an AI a little a little bit on the side. It it essentially analyzes what's in the photo. Hmm. It's not one hundred percent accurate, but it's, but it's definitely accurate good. enough to help you help you out and and kind of point you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can also search um, by location of where you took your photo. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to back out to albums mm-hmm. and then go to places, mm-hmm. you can see all the places where you have taken photos, people and places. Mm-hmm. Oh, look you at can that. search by people. You can search by places. I knew I should listen to this podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there, there's just t- tons of, tons of photos. And, and then of course you can, uh, the media types, uh, that you can look through. Uh, and that's another one that I, I have to have to give a quick recommendation on is take the time to take a panoramic photo. Yeah. If you're at the beach, if you're at Disney, take the time, especially if you have an area where you're the mm. only person there, uh, like the little nooks and crannies around uh, various uh, the pavilions at Epcot or over at Animal Kingdom. If you're out on one of the the trails at the back of the park, you're the only one at the gorilla uh, enclosure. Oh, this is much better. Take a photo. Look at that. Take a, take a panoramic. I got a uh, 187 photos over at Animal Kingdom on the map there. I got about 200 over there at Hollywood Studios. 
Do you want to take a wild guess as to how many photos I have on my phone that were taken in the state of Florida? Oh my God. A lot. It's 5,914. <laughs> I think you beat me. Oh wait, yeah. I'm close. I, uh, what is that? Is that Florida? Oh yeah. 4,868. So you beat me. Yep. On the, uh, Wow, I got a lot of photos in the Caribbean. This is awesome. Oh, this is so much better. See? Look at I, that. I, I, I knew I could help you out there. That's much better. I knew, I knew the, specifically at your selfies that you've taken. Yes. Uh, you can look at photos that were taken in portrait mode. There you go. Much better. The problem is, is when I get a new iPhone, I'm going to probably have to, I don't want to get rid of, because I'm always looking for something. I guess I might have to go ahead and get the uh, the cloud storage, which I try to shy away from. All right. Very cool. Anything else, Sharpie? That wrap us uh, up? Tons of, tons, of, tons of different options. And, All right. Uh, and w- one last kind of recommendation that I'll give mm-hmm. is if you get a new phone before you go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Cause I know a lot of people get a new phone before they go on vacation because either their battery was dying or just time for an upgrade, whatever. Um, make sure that you spend some time with your photo app and understand how, how camera works, especially if you're upgrading to a new, a newer phone, mm-hmm. um, be sure to explore all the different photo options, uh, that you have, uh, and, and especially knowing all the capabilities, uh, so that way if you are only using a phone for your main camera, you know exactly what all your options are with yeah. um, uh, contrast and light balance and, and even using the basic editing functions that are built into your, your phone, you can still kind of amp up your photos a little bit by mm-hmm. um, balancing out your color or increasing or decreasing your exposure. Sometimes photos that you think, eh, that's just an okay photo, you can really make that pop with some very basic color balancing and editing. Mm-hmm. So. Know your phone, know your device. Very cool. But if you if you have a nice camera, definitely take it at least to go out for a day uh, and and kind of let your artistic self find those 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 fun photos and angles and mm-hmm. uh, you see the park completely different through through the lens of a camera. Yeah. So if you take some really cool photos, please share those with us over on Facebook. Uh, it's probably the easiest so if you go to our Facebook group uh, our mouse chat fan community over at Facebook go ahead and join that it's free and uh, yeah post your latest uh, travel photos there or any tips tricks uh, and your latest adventures alright so hopefully next week Lisa will be back and we'll all be here Uh, thanks for joining us on mouse chat you can always find us over on Facebook is probably the best if you want to leave us comments or questions or you can email us at comments at mousechat.net thanks to Pixie Vacations for sponsoring us and join us again here next time on Mouse Chat <laughs>